0: Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is
1: Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight
2: Show. Welcome on this Wednesday, August the 14th, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. Today we're going to be talking about what's going on in Hong Kong, uh, what is happening with trade. Uh, China is at the center again, and it has always been about China. It's not really been about Russia. Russia is very tiny in terms of population, in terms of economy. Uh, Compared to the United States, when you look at cyber attacks, uh, what China has done pales, what has been verified by Comey and others, pales, uh, Russia's uh, allegations pale in comparison to what China has been acknowledged to have done. No dispute about what China has done. And so the question is, what does this unfolding situation in Hong Kong tell us about our relationship with China? And what do the moves yesterday by President Trump tell us about what is ahead? So we're going to be taking a look at that. We're also going to have joining us today in studio uh, Alex Newman from The New American. He is touring the country talking about how we can take back education away from the people who are trying to brainwash us. Remember that that's one of the things that was a key issue in previous conflicts between Hong Kong and China, China decided that they were going to change the textbooks to propagandize the children about how wonderful communism was, how horrible freedom was to sp- a sponge essentially, even out of uh, secondary references in classical literature, uh, like... Um, Uh, Robinson Crusoe and other uh, examples like that, to purge out anything that had to do with Christianity, God, Western civilization. And the people in Hong Kong did not want that. They protested in the streets, and the Hong Kong police and the administrator there, who is not chosen, by the way, uh, by the people of Hong Kong. They do elect legislators, but they do not elect this leader, Carrie Lam. She is appointed by the Chinese communists, the mainland uh, communist. Uh, so we're going to take a look at what's going on with that. We're going to take a look at how we can push back in the United States because the same agenda is going to be very amazing when you take a look at what uh, the Chinese are doing in terms of education and curriculum there in Hong Kong. the same things that they are doing there are being done here in America. They've got a five-year plan. Uh, they've got a common core. And so do we. And the values that the Chinese Communist government is pushing to be taught to the Hong Kong children are the same ones that our foreign government in Washington, D.C., the same foreign values that our foreign government is pushing on Americans, on Main Street, pushing in your school. So if you want to do something about it, we're going to have a solution today. We're going to take your calls. Uh, If you've got any questions, about what you can do, questions about homeschooling. Alex Newman is going to be here to talk to you about that. Uh, I guess uh, we should start out, as they say, if it bleeds, it leads. We should start out by pointing out the attack that happened yesterday in Sydney, Australia. You had a man with a knife uh, covered with blood because he had stabbed a woman. Yeah, this hero running through the streets with a bloody knife screaming, Allahu Akbar. He was chased down by British and Australian uh, people who, you know, because this is Australia, they only had a chair and a milk crate to protect themselves against the guy with a knife. Uh, they were able to do that, however, overcome him with um, a lot of uh, uh, people involved in that. And although you and I might think that we know what his motivation is, as it was reported by the press, this is what they had to say. The suspect is being led away, seen being led away by police Police say they have not yet established a motive. They have no idea why a guy would stab a woman with a knife and run around screaming, trying to stab other people, screaming Allahu Akbar. They just don't have a clue. We know exactly what's going on, don't we? We'll be right back. Stay with us.
1: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome on this Wednesday, August the 14th, Year of Our Lord 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. We're going to be joined later in the program by Alex Newman of The New American. He is touring the country, talking to people about how they can take education back for their children, take it away from the hands of the federal government and this foreign agenda that is being crammed down our throat. Uh, We're also going to talk about what's going on in China, both the tariffs and the uh, protests and the moves in China. There are a lot of parallels to what is going on here in America, especially when it comes to education, when it comes to free speech, when it comes to being able to peacefully assemble. And these people are waving American flags, singing the American anthem, saying they wish they had the Second Amendment. We've got a whole generation of young Chinese individuals who have grown up learning how to deal with being tear-gassed you got people commenting on it, how they're looking at each other. Oh, that's a nice... Uh, that's a Model 6800, isn't it? Oh, I like that gas mask. i got to get me one of those. I mean, they know how to shut these things down with traffic cones, uh, the front lines, put a traffic cone over the tear gas, and then uh, secondary guys come up with water and pour it through the top of the cone. If that doesn't work, of course, they've got their tear gas masks. The journalists are not uh, faring so well, however. A lot of them have been injured. Uh, the... Chinese communists have used their, uh, their power to enact requirements uh, in the educational and uh, the curriculum that is being forced on the kids there. And that has led to earlier riots. But this is about them being able to extradite anybody that they disagree with. And, of course, it is a crime to criticize the government. Uh, they're gradually starting to assert their complete control over Hong Kong. That wasn't supposed to happen until 2047. Uh, But now they they gave them a 50-year period of grace that they were going to have uh, one country, two systems. But it doesn't look like they're going to really uh, wait that long before they assert their power. And, of course, uh, again, many parallels to what's going on in this country. So we're going to have Alex Newman here in studio. Uh, We'll be taking your calls and questions if you want to know about how you can take education and the same kind of common core curriculum that is being pushed by the Chinese Communist government is being pushed on your children as well. I'll show you how uh, when we get to that uh, segment. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. I want to begin, however, with this story that was in Sydney, Australia, the knife man with a bloody knife, bloody because he had stabbed a woman, running through the streets trying to stab other people, screaming, Allahu Akbar. Now, most of the press has focused on the fact that the people there in the streets, uh, several British and Australian uh, individuals, fought him off, with a milk crate, with a chair. They pinned him down until the police could get there, the guys that have guns, so they can protect people. Uh, So a lot of people focused on that. And, of course, the obvious thing is is that uh, if this wasn't Australia, where they had confiscated most of the guns, you know, there's still a lot of guns out there, but, of course, uh, they would treat that far more. If they had somebody that defended themselves against this guy with a gun, they would probably treat that far more seriously than this guy. But the thing that stood out to me, is the fact that they are dancing around this in the Australian and the British press, afraid to say that this guy is an Islamic terrorist, that he's a jihadi, when he's screaming Allahu Akbar. What? They've got video of him doing that. And as it's being reported, they show him being led away by police, and they say the police say they've not yet established a motive. It's <laughs> this is political correctness gone wild. Absolutely gone wild. Take a look at the article that we had uh, came out yesterday from Paul Joseph Watson on Summit News. How the police in the UK warned Facebook users that if they mocked a criminal's hair, uh, this is a guy who is uh, follically challenged, uh, going bald from the front back severely, but his hair in the mugshot was going straight up. See if you can find that picture and pull that up. Uh, And the police in the UK warned people – there he is right there. They put his mugshot out, be on the lookout for this guy. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I don't know if that was a hair choice, again, or a bad mugshot. But as people started making jokes about it, like police are combing the area (laughs) – The police put out a thing. Please remember, harassing and threatening and abusing people on social media can be against the law. Be careful on social media. If you say something about someone which is grossly offensive or is of indecent, obscene, or menacing character, then you could be investigated by the police. So now making fun of somebody's hair, (laughs) a criminal that is on the run, uh, is now a hate crime. A hate crime. Absolutely no room for comedy and yet the police have the audacity to tell us that when somebody is trying to stab everybody's already stabbed a woman running around with a bloody knife yelling Allahu Akbar we're not to jump to any conclusions and they want to tell us not to make jokes they are the joke quite frankly and what we're looking at with this mugshot is nothing but bald-faced tyranny speaking of faces the ACLU says that Facial recognition software in California, they're talking about how they don't want to have it. And I agree with them. I don't think that we ought to be going into this system of Chinese surveillance. Uh, that they're the people who have been chosen to be the testbed for social credit system, uh, for a uh, biometric surveillance of the entire population, being able to monitor and instantly punish people. For any kind of infraction, you say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, uh, you get uh, penalties put against you so that you can't travel, can't get a job, so forth and so on. We've talked about that many times. But as this is being enacted in the United States, again, they've done the proof of concept in China. These same uh, tech tyrants that are shutting down your free speech on social media and elsewhere have worked with these people. In China, And now they're working with the American government to put this in. Some of the people in California, the ACLU, good for them. Uh, I disagree with them on many issues. I agree with them on this issue. Pointing out that facial recognition software mistook one in five California lawmakers for criminals. So they showed them the faces of California legislators. And it falsely identified, they said, uh, one out of every five of them. Well, I looked at that story my take on it was they missed four of them (laughs) if you look at their legislation probably all five uh, five out of five of the california lawmakers ought to be recognized as criminals take kamala harris for example she was called out on usa today peter Funt, an op-ed contributor said kamala harris owns a handgun and that's disqualifying for a 2020 democrat in my book Apparently, she thinks it's fine to own a handgun for personal safety. Now, he pointed out that what she was doing was very hypocritical, how we have caught Kamala Harris time and again lying, telling one story to one group, another story to another group. She's told people in the past, yeah, I'm sorry, I bought a gun when I was district attorney. I was dealing with a lot of dangerous people. I felt I needed it to protect myself. Shame on her. Shame on her. But then if she goes to Iowa, she's talking to a more conservative crowd, right? And she tells them, I am a gun, on, gun owner. Uh, I've uh, purchased this for my own protection, even though it is now locked up. Well, if it's locked up, you're not going to be able to protect yourself with it, right? Uh, and uh, so this guy is calling her out on her hypocrisy in the same way that Tulsi Gabbard called her out in the debate for her hypocrisy when it came to marijuana, locking up thousands of people, sending them away to jail simply because they had marijuana, then bragging about the fact that she used to smoke it in college while she was listening to a particular group. Uh, That, of course, was a lie. A lot of people focused on the fact that the group did not exist when she was in college. But it was virtue signaling. It was telling whatever one group wants to hear at a particular time. But it was a type of hypocrisy that we've seen from Kamala Harris in many different ways. Uh, so we're going to be talking when we come back about what's going on in Hong Kong, we're going to be talking about the tariffs. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: As we witness the most disastrous geological activity in recorded history, the globalists are backed into a corner and the leftists are pushing for civil war. Borders are being broken and sovereignty is being challenged. The world is going to change and how it changes will likely be decided by those who are prepared to stay strong when the system fails. The system is vulnerable, electricity could be gone in an instant and grocery stores could be empty in three days having storable foods and the ability to purify water will give you a fighting chance in the next level and being without puts you at the mercy of others or makes you a slave to a dying system buy storable foods and an alexa pure gravity water filter today support mankind by being prepared and support freedom by buying from InfoWarsStore.com. Without
4: your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I wanna stay in this game. I wanna take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee, we got fish oil, we got turmeric, we got great toothpaste, we've got great things like DNA Force Plus, but Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like, but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This is not been. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil.
2: Welcome back as we take a look at what is building up in Hong Kong. And as it appears that the Chinese Communist government has gone from using the Hong Kong police to using the organized crime uh, triads to attack protesters, now it appears that they're going to be sending an armed convoy, amongst other things, to attack the people there. And as this has been building up, We saw the headline yesterday, which is now out of date, uh, Politico saying Trump is harsh on China, except when it comes to democracy. Now, China is the country that we ought to be harsh with. Uh, China is far more of a threat to the United States than Russia or Iran or North Korea. Quite frankly, North Korea is kind of the cat's paw for China. Uh, But they are a threat to us economically, politically. And President Trump is right to take them on when it comes to trade. He's absolutely right. And it is not a Trump trade war. We've said this many times. What President Trump is doing, as he came back to this, he said, look, we're not going to have this imbalance that has been set up by the globalist elite. We're not going to have you charge us 25% on goods that we sell to you and then have us charge you nothing or 2.5%, which is what is typically typically 2.5%. Versus 25%. He said, you can come down to our level. We can go to zero if you want. We can have real free trade if you wish. Or we can come up to your level. And he said, we're not reducing it. And he says, all right, well, I'm holding all the cards. Uh, you, <laughs> you have about an $800 billion, I think is what it is. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on the numbers there. But it's a giant, many, many times the amount of goods that they buy from us versus what we buy from them. Many, many multiples. I think it's about $800 billion a year uh, that we have as a trade deficit with them. So he's holding all the cards, really. And yet he folded some of this yesterday. We'll talk about that as well. But when it comes to democracy, uh, many of us, including me, are very concerned that he's remained silent. He has talked, President Trump talks harshly as part of his negotiating tactic. He talks harshly to many people about many things. I'm not saying that we start a war with China over Hong Kong. I think we ought to put America first. But when you take a look at what has been done by the military-industrial complex in Iran, uh, pushing in the uh, U.S. military in that very small area, hoping for a conflict uh, as they try to provoke something there with Iran, I understand that uh, China is uh, much more... We do not want to have a war with them, even though these guys uh, want to pick a fight with Iran. I don't want to pick a fight with anybody, quite frankly. But I think what he could do is he could shame them instead of remaining silent. I'm very concerned and always have been from the very beginning with President Trump that he is more concerned about a great American empire than he's ever been about any principles of individual liberty. He has trash-talked the Second Amendment, More than he has trash-talked China this last week. As he said about uh, a China trade, he says it's been an anchor on us, it's killing us, they want to hurt U.S. jobs, but he hasn't said anything about what they're doing to the people there in Hong Kong. And this is going to escalate as China moves to take over Taiwan, which they will be doing. Uh, What are they going to do about that? Again, I want to put America's interest first, but that doesn't mean that we remain silent. It doesn't mean that we want to uh, make America a great empire necessarily either. Because when your focus is on making America a great empire and a powerful country, you have to understand, don't you, that uh, what the founders did, that power corrupts. And if your focus is on power, And on nationalism and power and so forth, instead of individual liberty, what you're going to wind up doing is becoming a tyrant at home as well. And we see that in many different aspects of the way the American government deals with its people. And so as we look at this, I was absolutely amazed to see that the U.N. was actually more outspoken about this than President Trump was. Uh, The U.N., which typically takes the side of China, urged Hong Kong to exercise restraint. Uh, as uh, they are building up a military to invade the area. More about that, but first, let's talk about the change in the tough talk about tariffs that happened yesterday. The stock market, business interests are very happy about this. Uh, they want to have not free trade. They keep saying, we want to have free trade. We want No, they don't want free trade. They want China advantaged in trade. These people have already moved their manufacturing facilities and so forth abroad. And that's their business model. They don't want to see that interrupted. And so they continue to talk about how they want to have the status quo preserved. And that's what President Trump apparently is about to do. He is now back down. He said he's reconsidered the original September the 1st tariff start date because of the potential effect on American consumers during a critical shopping period. He said, we're doing this for the Christmas season, just in case some of the tariffs would have an impact on U.S. customers. Well, I'm very concerned about that. I mean, we've seen the impact that it's had on American farmers, and the American farmers have stood tough. They are the backbone of this country, and they have a spine. Uh, But President Trump is going wobbly on this particular issue because, you know, Christmas and uh, consumer goods. And also... Uh, Two-thirds of the merchandise not being taxed until December includes things like cell phones and laptops. Uh, Who would that be helping? Are we putting the interests of Apple Computer over the interests of the American farmers? Are we going to let them shoulder the burden while we uh, take care of Apple and make sure that everybody uh, gets a nice Christmas gift? Quite frankly, I think it is Merry Christmas to President Xi. Merry Christmas to China. As a matter of fact, they came back and mocked President Trump over this. The official uh, mouthpiece in China came back, uh, Global Times, it is state-owned, and anything that they say is essentially what the uh, government is uh, saying. They came back with Chinese, quote-unquote, experts who said that the sudden postponing of impending tariffs showed the maximum pressure tactics of the U.S. are losing their bite when it comes to China. They said the latest development shows the U.S. maximum pressure tactic is not working. The quoted expert, quote-unquote, also said, given Washington's flip-flop approach in trade negotiations, Trump is looking for a way out. So that's the way it's being spun by them. Uh, And uh, what they're saying is that the uh, clearly – What President Trump is doing is directed at China, according to Axios, a list of goods from China that will not be subject to a 10% tariff until December 15th is made up of products where 75% or more of the 2018 U.S. imports of that product came from China. So this is definitely pulling back. They hope, the U.S. hopes, that China will reciprocate by buying U.S. agricultural products in the coming weeks, but that may not happen. May not happen. We'll have to wait and see. When we come back, however, we're going to talk about the moves by the Chinese communists against the people in Hong Kong and the parallels to what is likely to happen here in the United States. It's not just the social credit system and the biometric surveillance everywhere that is coming to America from China, but it's also what we see happening in the streets and the airports in Hong Kong. We'll be right back.
4: Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil. It's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This is not been. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Without the freedom to offend, there is no free speech. It's The David
2: Knight Show. And now, your host, David Knight. Welcome back. As we look at what is happening, what is building up in Hong Kong, Reason Magazine has a headline, Hong Kong protesters use umbrellas, lasers, and respirators to evade surveillance and tear gas. They point out that there has been massive protests in the past, 2003, 2014. They've had situations, as I pointed out before, where the Chinese Communist government has tried to impose their propaganda on the children of Hong Kong, and the people have pushed back. So you're not going to do that. They've come in, they've smashed up newspapers and presses, physical newspapers and presses. You know, the same type of thing that's being done by the Internet surrogates for our government here as they shut down free speech and free press on the Internet. Well, they did it in, on the Internet there in China first. The great firewall of China has been legendary for quite some time. Blocking what people could see. When that wasn't enough in Hong Kong, they actually sent in their thugs to bust up the uh, printing presses in various places. And to impose a curriculum to control the minds of the next generation. A tactic that we've been using here in America for quite some time. But as I point out, uh, they've never seen this type of sustained protest like they have right now in Hong Kong. This has gone on for many, many weeks the 10th consecutive week of protests. And it has gotten violent, not really so much on the part of the protesters as it has on the part of the police and the triads, the gangs that have been used as surrogates. We'll get into that in just a moment. So what is going on there? We'll remember that Hong Kong was a British colony for about 100 years. There was a, uh, well, they called it a lease, if you will. Uh, But it was a lease that was negotiated uh, by the British military and their navy at the point of a gun uh, to the Chinese nation at that point in time, and they gave them a lease to Hong Kong for 100 years. Well, the, Chinese, uh, the uh, British did not have the will or the power to try to keep Hong Kong free. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons that Hong Kong was so incredibly free, and it was a, an example used by Milton Friedman, in his series that went back, I think it was in the 1970s. He had a series called Free to Choose. And he talked about how uh, freedom wins, how it helps people to prosper. It's not just a a nice thing to have, but it actually affects your quality of life in every possible way. So he looked at uh, a free economy versus a government-controlled economy. And his prime example he kept coming back to all the time was Hong Kong. Hong Kong was incredibly free because the British didn't want to be bothered with it. After they started shutting down their empire, they pretty much just left Hong Kong the way that it was, kind of laissez-faire. And mainland China wasn't really a power for quite some time. They did not want to challenge that whatsoever. And then as they started to rise in power, they were content just to wait for the lease to expire and then to say, all right, now you've got to turn it back. And that's exactly what they did do. Unfortunately, you've got – Uh, Everybody in Hong Kong, millions of people who are used to living in a situation that is far freer than what we have here in America. As a matter of fact, my personal experience when we adopted my daughter from China, we spent some time in Hong Kong, and it's one of the best cities I've ever been to in terms of a large city. Everybody there was incredibly nice, very friendly that we met. Yeah, yeah, they got crime, sure, but uh, very different from what we saw. Uh, In big cities like New York or London or Chicago, Uh, everybody was very friendly that we met. Uh, They would see us walking around. we would looking at a map. They walk up to us speaking perfect English, offer to help us uh, find things. That was the experience, our personal experience in Hong Kong. And that's what happens when people live in a free environment. And uh, now what we have is a situation that they they called it, uh, they said, well, we'll give you 50 years. And we'll gradually transfer this. And then after 50 years, we will incorporate you into communist China. Well, the people in Hong Kong are not too happy about that. And they certainly aren't happy about the process and how it has accelerated. They were told it was going to be one country, two systems situation. Uh, They have the ability to elect their legislators, but not the executive. The executive is appointed by the communist Chinese. And, uh, Again, as they've made demands in the past over curriculum and other issues, they've had these uh, demonstrations and conflicts to the extent that now you've got a generation of people in Hong Kong that are not only used to being free, but they're used to fighting for their freedom. Unlike Americans, we don't do this anymore. We don't value our freedom enough even to take our kids out of school for the most part. Hong Kong protesters, as Reason reports, are on another level. Uh, They're using lasers to avoid facial recognition. Yeah, you got all those facial recognition cameras everywhere. We just shine a laser into them. We could learn a lot from these people, quite frankly. Pay attention. They've been dealing with this before we have. So learn some of these tactics because you're going to need them here in America if you don't get a president who values individual liberty, the Bill of Rights, and the Constitution. And apparently we don't have that. We don't have either political party that values this. Nobody in any of the parties. A cyber war against Chinese artificial intelligence conducted by shining the lasers into the cameras. Uh, They also know how to deal with tear gas. As uh, Anthony Darparan pointed out, he said tear gas simply doesn't scare Hong Kong protesters anymore. They have protective gear and they know how to handle it. It's a sad state of affairs, When a whole generation of Hong Kong youth are experts on the various models of 3M masks and respirators, hey, is that a 6800, he says? Oh, that's nice. (laughs) And they know how to handle the tear gas uh, grenades, the shells that are sent after them. They run up, they put a traffic cone over them so the fumes can't disseminate. And then they have a second wave of people who come through and pour water through the holes of the cone to put out the tear gas, uh, and sometimes when that doesn't work, they put wet towels or applied directly when the cones can't be located. So they have developed techniques, and we need to learn from them because we have a right under our Constitution to peacefully assemble and to redress our grievances, but governments don't like that. That's one of the reasons. The founders knew that. They had, they had to fight their own government to get their freedoms in the first place. And they say, we don't want to do this again. And so we're going to put these conditions in here to say, uh, don't you get it? You're here to protect our God-given rights. If you become an obstacle, if you try to take them away, then you delegitimize yourself by that very act. Because the Constitution that you have to swear to uphold at every level of our government, not just the federal officials, every uh, state and local official has to swear to uphold the Constitution. When they violate the Constitution, they violate their authority. But they will. They will. They will be doing that. And so when we look at the examples of uh, why these people are upset, here's one. This is what's being done in China, reported by the Barnabas Fund, a a Christian ministry that looks at Christian persecution. They said that they've got popular stories from Western civilization – that are being put in the new Chinese school textbooks for fifth-grade pupils around the age of eleven, so that they can understand other cultures. But they don't want them to understand us too well. And so, when they put in classics like Robinson Crusoe, The Little Match Girl, uh, things even from Anton Chekhov's story, Vanka, uh, it's not just uh, uh, you know Hans Christian Andersen, William Defoe, or uh, Daniel Defoe rather, <laughs> William Defoe, the. Uh, Anyway, uh, Daniel Defoe's uh, Robinson Crusoe, in these older writings of Western civilization, there would be references in there to the Bible, to God, to Christian beliefs. Those are being purged out by the Chinese government. Can't have the Western God in there because the Chinese communists are jealous about any God. They see themselves as God. All tyrants do. They want to be omnipotent, they want to be omniscient, know everything about you, and omnipresent, and they don't like any competition. Marx didn't like it, neither does President Xi. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
0: It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made Alpha Power.
5: Alex, yes. I got a plug for the Patriot points I get. Oh, thanks. I've gotten $180 so far this year, and I feel like I'm stealing from you. <laughs> I buy so much in the store because, I mean, I don't want to give that money to Walmart. I don't want to give that money to people who are going to donate it to causes I don't believe in, so I'd rather give that money to you. And I'm getting quality products. The products that I do receive have changed my life. I mean, the X2 has really done a lot for me. I've lost weight. My brain works a whole lot better. I, my kids, they use the toothpaste. My son used to get these little uh, sore throats, and he puts X2 in water and drinks it, and it gets rid of his sore throat. Uh, well, loves- well, sir, let me break this card. down
4: for you. I want high quality stuff in there. I want a good price. But I've kind of habituated everybody to where everybody buys when it's 50% off. I'm making $2 on the toothpaste, 50% off. And so it's the same thing like the fish oil or the turmeric or the bone broth. Thank you so much for the plugs. But listen, when people get the Patriot points, a lot of times it makes things a loss later. Because if you're already getting 10% off because you're on auto ship, and then we're doing 50% off, and then you do something like that, uh, where you have Patriot points, we lose money. But that's okay. So thanks for the support.
2: All right, what you're hearing there are Hong Kong protesters singing to a bullhorn as they hold American flags singing the American anthem. You know, it is people who are going to stand up for their rights. As I've said many times here, freedom is never given. It is only taken, and it is taken by the people who value it. The people in authority, especially in Washington, aren't going to give us our freedom. They aren't going to stand for the people of Hong Kong and their freedom. And again, it's not that's not our country, but certainly we could at least uh, throw them some friendly rhetoric. We could at least criticize the authoritarian tactics of the Chinese as much as we criticize their thieving uh, economic tactics. Uh, as Ronald Reagan said, "Washington is not the solution; Washington is the problem." We're not going to get Washington to stand up for our First Amendment rights. They're working with. Tech companies to ban independent media, to ban your speech on the Internet, just like it happened in China. All of these things that you see happening in mainland China, the things that are happening in Hong Kong, China, they're coming here as well. And folks, if we don't stand together and stand up to this from the bottom up, we will be pushed over if we don't push back. You have to have you have to have the understanding of what is being lost. And you have to stand together from the bottom up as a grassroots movement. And you, our listeners, have done that over the last year as we have been attacked by the biggest corporations the world has ever seen, corporations that have more money, uh, more reach than most of the nations in the world, all of them. Simultaneously attacking Alex Jones and Infowars a little over a year ago. We had the anniversary last week, August the 6th, so it's eight days now. Uh, Simultaneously, all of those giant corporations coming after this. And, of course, they were the velvet glove, if you will. Yeah, yeah, they should be allowed to do whatever they want because they won. They won the lottery. They won the competition or whatever. We hear from even libertarians, many people in the Republican Party, certainly from the Democrats. All of them are saying that. The Democrats who are so upset about Citizens United. The idea that uh, people would be able to buy ads that an organization, and that's really what Citizens United was about. It was about uh, an organization that came together. It was a, essentially a, uh, I wouldn't call it a grassroots organization, but these people were pretty low down. Now, they were, uh, it, you know, it wasn't the biggest corporations that were doing this. It was local interests that banded together to defend a position, just like if you were uh, farmers and people were coming after you to shut down your production of meat and you all got together and you uh, pooled your resources and started running ads to defend what you were doing. That's essentially what happened with Citizens United. And yet it was spun by the Democrats as, look at this, the giant corporations are being treated like people. They're pretending that they have rights that individuals have, and yet that's exactly what the Democrats are doing now as we see this push on the internet to shut down free speech. So we really do appreciate you standing with us, just like the people in Hong Kong have stood together for their freedom. Uh, we would not be here one year after all of that happened if you had not stood with us. We really do appreciate that. To commemorate that, we have a sale going on right now at InfowarStore.com. Uh, we still need your help. We still need you standing with us. We've tried to make this as much of a win-win situation as possible. 50 to 60% off of all the InfoWars Live products, free shipping, and double Patriot points. Things like DNA Force Plus, 50% off. Very big dollar savings on a very, very important uh, nutraceutical that we have, uh, DNA Force Plus. Brain Force Plus, also 50% off. Real Red Pill Plus, 60% off. Our nascent iodine as well as our B12, all of those 50% off, all storable food up to 50% off. Again, free shipping and double Patriot points storewide at InfoWarsStore.com. We really do appreciate your support. As I was saying, we're going to be joined in the next hour by Alex Newman. We'll take your calls uh, if you want to call in uh, with questions about homeschooling. He's talking about how vital it is that we take over our children's education. That's one of the major struggles that they've had in Hong Kong, as their distant government has tried to impose on them the same types of things that we see our distant government in Washington trying to impose on us, these alien values, these values that attempt to espunge God from everything. As I was pointing out before we went to break, uh, they have they want people in China, about 11 years old, to understand foreign culture, so they're exposing them to some of the classics, uh, Robinson Crusoe, The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen, and so forth. And, but it's necessary for them to remove certain things. For example, in Robinson Crusoe, uh, written in 1718, it notes that the castaway searched among the wreckage of his ship to rescue three Bibles. Now, in the Chinese version... They found it necessary to expunge that, right? They said that he saved a few books. Does that sound kind of familiar? Does that sound like something that would be imposed by the Department of Education or certainly by uh, some curriculum organization in California or the universities? Oh, we don't want to put out anything that has to do with Christianity. So let's just change that from Bibles to some books, Uh, Hans Christian Andersen's story from 1845, The Little Match Girl. In that, he said, when a star falls, a soul goes to be with God. The Chinese changed that to leaves this world. In Anton Chekhov's story, Vanka receives a similar treatment, reports WND. Uh, There is a section about a prayer in church that was eliminated, and every mention of the word Christ is erased from Anton Chekhov's story, a Russian writer. Because what we're talking about here is Western civilization that was based and thoroughly uh, integrated with Christian values. A single word search for the Bible online has now dropped to zero in China. You don't think that Google wants to do that? You don't think that Twitter and Facebook want to do that as well? Uh, This move follows the Chinese government's white paper on religion, which introduced new policies to, quote, reinterpret Christianity according to secular socialist views, unquote. They have a five-year plan to do this. They're going to promote the core values of socialism. Yeah, we have our own common core here in the United States, don't we? And it is promoting the core values of socialism, of atheism, It is opposed to everything that our civilization has ever had. And we subsidize these universities where that is being done to our children. We don't have the discernment of the people in Hong Kong. Uh, We allow that to happen. Uh, Another example of Hong Kong attacking free speech and of their aggression uh, against other areas. Uh, This happened yesterday. A luxury brand, Coach, that you may know from the purses and other things, they had some T-shirts. And on those T-shirts, they had listed uh, a lot of different countries, cities and countries with their names. They had things like Tokyo, Japan, Milan, Italy. Both Beijing and Shanghai were listed as part of China, but Hong Kong and Macau were listed separately on the shirt as Hong Kong and Macau ind- individually, and to make matters worse for the Chinese communist government. Taipei uh, the, it was listed, the, the capital of Taiwan. Taipei was listed as Taipei, Taiwan. Oh, they really hate that. As a matter of fact, uh, when we were, uh, some friends who adopted from China along with us, uh, her family was from Taiwan. And she had that on her autobiography, how they were from Taiwan, they immigrated to the United States and so forth. Uh, The people who helped with the adoption, who were processing the paperwork for them and so forth, said, you better take that out. If they see you put down that you are Taiwanese, they will throw away your application. And that was more than a decade ago. Uh, They want to take over Hong Kong. They want to take over Taiwan. They want to take over the Philippines. This is why China... Is our greatest competition. And it is surprising to see that President Trump is not using this opportunity to criticize them. Very surprising. Uh, as they are using the police there uh, against the protesters, as I pointed out, they know how to deal with this. The journalists, on the other hand, do not. Do not know how to use this. And so we've had 90% of the journalists covering these protests. Uh, they talked to 170 different journalists. Uh, they were coughing up blood second degree burns from this kind of uh, gas that's being used on them these people are fighting this they value their freedom do you we'll be right back
4: Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products, because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil it's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This is not it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil.
1: Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight
2: Show. Welcome back. We're going to take uh, more of a look at what's going on in China here. But this is breaking news coming out of Project Veritas. We have a Google Insider who had initially contacted and leaked uh, documents to Project Veritas. He has now made the decision to go public and do an on-the-record video interview. Uh, this is the second time now that we've had a, somebody in Google so concerned about what this company is doing. And again, we had Peter Thiel say they are working with the Chinese against the interest of the U.S. government, uh, let alone the interest of the U.S. people. And uh, we've got people who are insiders now doing on-the-record interviews, shutting down their job. I mean, these people get paid very, very well at Google. And these are uh, engineers that have spent their entire – I mean, they've spent a great deal of time preparing for this career, a great deal of time in school. They've landed a great paying job with a company that has great benefits, but they're not going to stand by and see Google become a dictatorship over us. This is what this guy said. He said, I've been collecting uh, these documents for over a year. The reason I collected these documents was because I saw something dark and nefarious going on with Google. And I realized that they were not only going to tamper with the elections, but they were going to use that tampering with the elections to essentially overthrow the United States. This is big deal, folks. And listen to what Google did. Here's why he decided to go public. He said he decided to go public after receiving the letter from Google uh, saying that they had contacted the police to perform a wellness check on him. Oh, yes. Uh, We'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. Look around you. All you see are sympathetic eyes, Mrs. Robinson, right? This is the type of thing that I said yesterday that makes these red flag gun laws so very concerning. We've already seen the same type of thing done here in the United States. It's not just the Soviet Union and communist China that use uh, charges of, well, we're just concerned about your sanity about your mental wellness, and so it's necessary for us to confine you in an asylum. As I pointed out yesterday, we saw this done to Dinesh D'Souza. It was outrageous enough that Dinesh D'Souza, who just merely violated a campaign contribution law, typically that's handled with a small fine, instead they sent him to jail. And the judge demanded that he have psychiatric evaluation even though, for a year, even though the psychiatrist said there's nothing wrong with him. Uh, psychologically, he merely donated too much money to the wrong candidate, right? The candidate that they don't like. And so they use these allegations of psychiatric uh, concern. We're so concerned about you. Yes, we're all sympathetic to your mental wellness, and we just want to make you safe. And as I pointed out yesterday, the same thing was done to Adrian Schoolcraft, the New York Police Department whistleblower, who was taping what his superiors were doing, the corruption that they were doing. And when his superior found out that he'd been wearing a wire and doing that, they came to his apartment and said, you've been wearing a wire, haven't you? Search this guy. Yeah, he's got a wire. Okay, we know what to do with this guy. We're very concerned about your wellness, they said. Same thing that Google is saying. They took him to, they committed him to a mental institute. His father, who was a retired cop, where, where did he go? He couldn't find him. He goes to his apartment, starts searching his apartment for clues. He finds a recorder that Adrian Schoolcraft had left on the shelf. Uh, that's the one they didn't get. And when he heard that they had committed him, he started searching and found him in an insane asylum. This is N- America. This is New York Police Department. But this is also Google. you got to be very concerned about these people. And it is not just Google that is trying to control our information, just like communist China and control our elections. Microsoft, with a grant from DARPA, the Defense Department, okay, the Pentagon. Microsoft and DARPA have put together NewsGuard to tell you what you can listen to and what you should not listen to. And ElectionGuard, an operating system for our electronic voting. Yeah, it's not just Google, but it is Google. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs>
1: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to be joined by Alex Newman live. Again, he writes for The New American. I've interviewed uh, Alex many times. But we're going to have him live in studio because he's traveling the country uh, giving seminars about how to take education of your children away from the state because they have the same agenda for your children that President Xi, the Chinese communist president, has for their kids. They've got a common core as well to push socialist values just like we do. And as I read you the story from WND, how God was getting yanked from classics like Robinson Crusoe, The Little Match Girl, Vanka by Anton Chekhov, completely sponging Uh, any reference to God, any reference to Christianity, because they've got a five-year plan to promote the core values of socialism, and so do we here in the United States. We have a Department of Education that does that. We have universities that do that. And if you don't take your kids away from those universities, those institutions, uh, if you don't take control of your kids' education, we're going to lose control of this country. The people in Hong Kong realize that. They've already had conflicts about that. Now this conflict is about the demands of the Chinese government to be able to extradite anybody that speaks out against them. If you want to ask questions of Alex Newman about, we're going to talk about what he's doing across the country. If you want to ask him questions about homeschooling or you want to ask him questions about uh, what he's doing specifically. I'll give you the number here. You can call in. Uh, 888-201-2244. We'll be taking uh, calls on that in the next segment. But I want to finish up with what's going on in Hong Kong. Uh, guys, you've got some B-roll of the uh, Chinese Army gearing up for a Hong Kong invasion. They've got pictures of them uh, gearing up with armored personnel carriers and headed toward Hong Kong. Yeah, that's what's happening there. And at the same time, We have people in Hong Kong saying, as played for you in the last segment, uh, they were singing the national anthem, waving the American flag, and they said, we wish we had the Second Amendment in Hong Kong. And here's what they had to say. Let's play video clip number 11. You guys pull that up. Here we go. Hong kong protesters wish they had the second amendment and you can see the, the world the, witnessed yeah, the biggest
1: protest here in hong kong in decades and yet the top leader here in the city carrie Lam, is defiant and defending the extradition bill tell us how
2: they've adopted the american flag as a symbol against chinese tyranny i'm going to stop the video because there's a lot of uh, music and text on here it's not good for radio we got a lot of radio listeners and a lot of podcast listeners i'll just tell you this they don't want the second amendment so they can shoot the chinese soldiers any more than we want the second amendment so that we can shoot american soldiers or american bureaucrats who come to take away our guns or our other liberties it is a deterrent to that type of action when you have the ability to defend yourself, uh, just as our military understands, we understand that the key to peace is to have a strong deterrent. And that is true domestically as well. If they had the Second Amendment, if they had the ability to own guns, uh, these people who have bravely fought tear gas using umbrellas, who have fought facial recognition using lasers, uh, and they've done this now for 10 weeks. They've been beaten by the police. They've been beaten by thugs there, Uh, journalists who are documenting the protest uh, that have been largely peaceful. Uh, Nevertheless, on the side of the Hong Kong police, it has not been peaceful. As they try to redress their grievances, they have been attacked with tear gas, with pepper spray, and with masked mobs that have beaten them with sticks and with iron uh, metal rods, the triads. A peaceful protest had concluded on July 21st when the protesters made their way to the mass transit rail platform to head home. As they approached the platform that was located in a shopping mall, a mob of an estimated 100 to 150 people wearing surgical masks and carrying metal rods began beating anyone they saw wearing black, which is the color of the protests. Authorities told the police that 45 people were hospitalized in the aftermath of the incident. Police took over a half hour to respond. People called them immediately with emergency on the cell phones. They took over a half hour to show up. When they did show up, videos were taken uh, by witnesses showing the police talking to members of the mob, chatting calmly together as the beatings continued. You understand that? The police only arrested 12 of the 100 to 150 people. But they confirmed the protesters' suspicions that they were linked to the triads, Hong Kong's notorious organized crime groups. And so when you look at this type of situation, if people have the ability to defend themselves, it is a deterrent from tyranny. Just that simple. Uh, When you have a situation, as we have seen repeatedly, as we've gotten involved in wars of conquest for regime change, Uh, We've not been able to win those wars when the people have weapons. Uh, Look at Afghanistan, for example. Uh, So when you have an armed populace, it not only allows you to fight off tyranny, but it can prevent the type of initiation of force by the government that you don't want to have happen. It's very important to have that. Uh, So when we look at what is going on in China, the Chinese communists are now putting together uh, their military forces to go in and do what the police, what the triad organized crime thugs with their metal pipes uh, have not been able to do. They're going to send, they're going to escalate this violence and they are using their ability to control the press and lie to the people in China. The communist Chinese party propaganda outlet is lying to uh, the 1.3 billion citizens there, telling them that in Hong Kong, The protesters are radicals and thugs, and they deserve everything that they're going to get. Uh, They have shut down the airport, and as they did, uh, uh, they put up signs saying, uh, so sorry for the inconvenience, we're fighting for our freedom here. We're fighting for our lives. And yeah, it does inconvenience people a little bit, doesn't it? You know, we had some people that were inconvenienced by the American Revolution, by the Boston Tea Party and so forth. Sorry about that, but freedom is more important. And that's exactly uh, what these people were telling individuals. As Pat Buchanan said, uh, the real issue here before us is the expansion of China. Pat Buchanan said China, not Russia, is the greatest threat to America, and not just economically, not just with trade. Yes, it is a threat. But as he pointed out, in June, a Chinese vessel rammed and sank a Philippine fishing boat leaving its 22 crewmen to drown. Uh, Some of the fishermen were later rescued by Vietnamese boats. Uh, The president of the Philippines now has backed down, even though the Chinese are creating an artificial island to create a military base in their territorial waters. And then you have China's claim to Taiwan. Uh, Once they are emboldened with uh, uh, what they're going to be allowed to do in Hong Kong without even a word of protest from President Trump They will then move against Taiwan. Uh, It's just a matter of time. They've even said that. Uh, They have now said that they are not going to allow uh, military ships, U.S. uh, ships, uh, the USS Green Bay, the USS Lake Erie, were scheduled to arrive within the next few weeks in Hong Kong. They've been doing this for quite some time, but they've now been told that for the next few weeks they're not going to be allowed to have any U.S. Navy ships make a port of call at Hong Kong because they're going to be busy. They've got some things that they need to do there. And so, as Pat Buchanan points out, so we have everybody freaking out over Russia this and Russia that, when in reality, the greatest cyber crime of the century was Beijing's theft of two in 2014 of personnel files of 22 million people, employees of the U.S. government and the Pentagon, many of them holding top secret clearances. FBI Director James Comey said at the time it was a treasure trove of information about everybody who's worked for, tried to work for, or works for the U.S. government. A very big deal from a national security standpoint, from a counterintelligence perspective. Uh, they are the biggest threat. And the same types of threats that the, the Chinese people are seeing, we're being threatened by our own government here in the United States.
4: Thomas Jefferson predicted over 240 years ago. That when our republic was in trouble in the future, it'd be the farmers that were close to the ground, close to reality, who actually worked for a living that would end up saving the nation. And today, the communist Chinese have banned all U.S. farming goods a week ago. And we've seen massive increases in polls, support for the president, and what he's doing in this trade war once China put pressure on our farmers. That's beautiful. Americans aren't going to be bullied, and we aren't going to back down, so to the Joaquin cruises and the Hillary Clinton's of the world that want to intimidate people and tell us to back down, we're never going to give up. And all you've done is awaken the human spirit. And the human spirit lives at InfoWars.com and NewsWars.com. And I'm asking listeners, whatever you do, spread those links because we are the light in the dark of the night. We are the resistance. We are 1776 worldwide. Last night, I'm on Infowars.com, and I read, Chris Pratt criticized for t-shirt choice. It is literally the shirt that I envisioned A Betsy Ross, but also another just classic American flag, all 50 stars, with the Gadsden snake superimposed over it. And on the back, America's back, Infowars.com. But what's better than just an American flag about a don't tread on me under the flag saying don't tread on the American flag? It's a perfect combo. So great minds think alike. I mean, whoever designed that shirt, we'd already come up with the exact same similar design. It is the... The Don't Tread on Me American flag t-shirt inspired by the triggering of leftist of the shirt worn by Chris Pratt. But it's a you know, battle-tattered flag like the one that flew over Fort Sumter. And again, on the back, it says, America's back, Infowars.com. 4,000 of these babies. And that's it. So we've got the Betsy Ross version and the American flag version at Infowarsstore.com being printed in the USA right now. Infowarsstore.com. We'll be right back. The most banned broadcast in the world.
2: Welcome back. Joining us in studio is Alex Newman of The New American. We've interviewed him many times, and one of the issues that we've talked about with Alex has been education. And as I pointed out earlier in the broadcast, Alex, you know, we now see the same types of things being done in China by the communist China. Uh, Chinese uh, trying to impose their curriculum not only on people in China but also on people in Hong Kong. has been one of the issues that they pushed back against in previous uh, uh, uprisings, uh, uh, demonstrations. Uh, introducing uh, Western civilization classics to kids in fifth grade, about 11 years old, things like Robinson Crusoe, Little Match Girl. But they have to sponge out of that any reference to God or to Christianity, which you know, really percolates through those writings in the 1700s and 1800s uh, because that was part of their culture. That has to be a sponge, and they have a five-year plan to promote the core values of socialism. And uh, as we were talking about this during the break, it's pretty much like our core values of socialism they're being promoted with common core here in the united states isn't it
6: It's exactly what's happening here in the united states I mean, expunging all reference to god i mean you, you look at for example when they do talk about the mayflower compact in the common core history books they'll say we undertook a voyage dot 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 to america you know <laughs> why did they undertake the voyage well for the glory of god for the spread of the gospel for the advancement of the kingdom that's why that's why they said they undertook the voyage And yeah. yet you can't tell the kids that because first amendment congress shall make no law right unbelievable what's happening but uh that's why I
2: begin every broadcast by saying "Year uh, of Our Lord 2019." Amen. <laughs>
6: hey, I, I say that. <laughs> it's so perfect, but I mean that's what we're seeing now, and it's funny. In my in my talk, I'm on a nationwide tour now talking about the school system. I actually show a video from the Common Core people. I show all these videos because you can't expect people to believe this. But in one of the videos produced by the Common Core people. They proudly explain that kids in Seattle and Chicago will be learning the same thing as kids in Shanghai. They use Shanghai twice as an example. And that's what we're seeing now. as a global education system. God is being completely driven out. Liberty, the, the concepts that have underpinned Western civilization, completely removed so that we can all move into the new world order, as they proudly describe it.
2: And we have seen this in so many different areas. I mean, first we saw the Great Firewall of China, where they controlled what people would be allowed to see and hear. Uh, That happened
6: uh,
2: overtly uh, this last year with the anniversary of uh, Alex Jones and Infowars, which was last week. Uh, They started doing that openly. They've been doing it more covertly. And uh, now we've had yet another whistleblower come out to uh, Project Veritas going on record because as he started giving them some documents uh, saying that he was concerned about how they were controlling not only our free speech but how they were going to control elections – they decided that they were going to have a wellness check on him. So they called the police using a psychiatric tactic that we've seen used by tyrants everywhere.
6: Soviet Union. Soviet oh, Union, yeah, God. but
2: also right. here in America. I mean, they did that to Dinesh D'Souza. They did it to New York Police Department, whistleblower and so forth. But him actually kidnapped him out of his apartment and took him to an insane asylum. And his oh, father found out about it and got him out. So this is the type of thing that is a, a very common situation. So it's not just the... The problems that we talk about all the time. What I like about this is the fact that you and New American have a solution. And we've talked about this before. Actually, you put out an entire magazine – Tell us a little bit about this uh, magazine here, Rescuing Our Children.
6: Yeah, you know, we decided that the simplest way to get the message out was going to be a cost-effective tool. I actually wrote, co-wrote a book with Dr. Sam Blumenfeld. The Infowars store used to sell it. But you can realistically only get so many people to read the book. So we decided we would do this special report in the magazine. We spend the first two-thirds exposing what's happening in the public education system. So the dumbing down of the children, the sexualization of the children, the indoctrination. I mean, you can see the results now. Most of our oh, young yeah? people are socialists, and that's because they've been brainwashed. Uh, and then we spend the last third uh, talking about solutions. And, you know, first and foremost, the solution is get your children out of the public schools as mm-hmm. quickly as you can. I mean, don't just walk away. Run away. And then, you know, get them in the safe sanctuary of either homeschooling or a good private school, a Christian school, cat you know, Catholic school, Protestant school, whatever you choose. But make sure they're getting a decent God-centered education where they're going to understand the principles of liberty, where they're going to be able to think critically, they're going to know logic and things like that. So that's really what we're urging parents to do is protect your children, rescue your children, uh, not just for the sake of our children, as if that wasn't important enough, but also uh, to save our nation, to save our freedoms. It's the only way it's going to work.
2: That's right. I don't think we're going to save the nation if we don't care about our children. That's right. I mean, that's always been the hallmark of a revival, the fact that— the, the father's hearts are turned towards their children. If you don't care about your own kids, you're not going to care about the country. That's right. I mean, if, if you are going to just go with the default decision, it's going to be your own fault when you wind up having kids that are completely alienated from you. You have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. How did they begin to think like this? Where? How did our culture get this way? And you're going to have to live. Uh, as a punishment you're gonna to have to live not only with these kids who now hate you but you're gonna to have to live with a country that is going to not respect your freedom or that's your right. humanity
6: and you know and people say to me oh but I can't afford to take my kids out of the public school system I'm like oh my goodness are you kidding me you can't afford to leave them in there right. wait until they come back and they're addicted to heroin wait until they come back and they want to have their genitals mutilated so they can go into the that's... other restroom I mean that's what you can't afford wait till they hate you and they hate your church and they hate our country uh, then you're gonna see what you know what it really means to to not be able to afford something, because that's what's happening to our kids. You know, I, I tell parents, sending your kids to a public school, there's a small chance they might make it out halfway okay, but you're playing Russian roulette with five yes. bullets in the chamber. I mean, right. don't do it. You, you cannot afford to, to do that with your children. You and, you and I look at this right news now. all the time, and we see this, and we just keep
2: shaking our head. Can't believe how rapidly this is changing how crazy it has gotten. I really like the fact that get, – get a picture of this, guys, uh, this magazine here. Let me hold it up uh, this way. All right, there we are right there. Uh, this magazine, you need to get this from New American. And I like the fact that you're going around offering people solutions. As a matter of fact, anybody has got any questions – about the logistics of this or even the motivation for it. But, you know, how do you do it? A lot of people are very intimidated by this. If you went to school you went to an uh, an institution, you don't really think you can do this at home. But actually, you can. That's right. It is easy to do it at home. It's very easy to do it. You've done it. I've done it. Uh, If you've got any questions about it, we'll give you a number here, 888-201-2244. You can call in. And uh, Alex will uh, answer questions about that course. He can also give you information about the remaining places on his tour. That number, again, is 888-201-2244. If you've got questions about education, questions about what you can do to rescue your children from this systematic uh, indoctrination, propaganda, abuse. Because, you know, we're talking about the Epstein situation. Oh, yeah. All right. One of the things that I talked about yesterday, I said, you realize that the the same ideas that this guy and his circle of elites uh, that are around him, I mean, it's a country club, as George Carlin said, and you're not in it. That's Thankfully, right. we're not in it, okay? because it's really Praise kind God of an eyes wide shut country club that they've got going. But he has talked about, a year ago, he had a reporter uh, who came out uh, after saying that he interviewed him about Elon Musk and whether he was helping Elon Musk uh, with his SEC problems. And he said uh, that he thought the age of consent was just a cultural aberration that we need to get rid of. And I've said from the very beginning, all this stuff about pushing transgenderism on children, if you can say that a kid in kindergarten can make a decision about what gender they are, then they can they have the maturity then to have uh, consent about sex. That's what this is all about. Alan Dershowitz said the same thing. His lawyer has, has said back in 1997. He said, we need to get rid of these age of consent laws type of thing. This is the agenda of these people, and that's what's ultimately behind this, this desperate move to push transgenderism on children. And we've already had cases where a mother had her child uh, given therapy by the you know hormone therapy and so forth which can be irreversible chemical castration without her approval in the same way that they do with abortions they say well you know you don't have to get your parents permission to have an abortion we'll talk more about that we'll take your calls when we come back again the number is 888-201-2244 we're talking to alex newman new american
4: The globalists are hyper-competitive, scientific dictators. They are technocrats. They are control freaks in their own words. And they believe allowing you to live your own life and make your own decisions gets in the way of their great destiny to merge with AI gods. Now, we're fighting them hard in cyberspace. We're fighting them hard right here in the third dimension. But one of the biggest places that we neglect to forget that we've really got a lot of control in our lives Is our bodies if I wasn't taking the highest quality supplements from fours I couldn't do it That's why we decided to take our original secret 12 That was incredibly high-quality medical and double the strength of it in a new formula ultra 12 Ultra 12 is undoubtedly the strongest, highest quality B12 over the counter that you're going to find anywhere. It is amazing. Experience pure methylcobalamin B12 for yourself and fund the second American Revolution against the tyrants at Infowarsstore.com, Infowarslife.com, or AAA 253 3139.
1: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to The David Knight Show. Defending the American Dream. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
2: Welcome back. We're talking to Alex Newman, and he is touring the country. He's here in Austin today, and he is talking to people about how to save your children from this educational tyranny, and as we talked about how rapidly things have deteriorated uh, in the uh, transgender agenda that has come out of nowhere but rapidly metastasized to everywhere and how it's being pushed to kids as young as kindergarten. You know, Alex, years ago you had parents who would push back against uh, sex education of the kids at seven or eight years old and say, like, I I want to be the one to talk to them about this, but I think they will wait until they get to puberty or whatever. Uh, that was just about heterosexual sex. Now they are saying, you know, they push back against those parents. Now uh, they think that they should take that down to the age of kindergarten, and they should uh, confuse them about their gender. I mean, that's how rapidly things have deteriorated. So we're going to take some of the phone calls. We've already got a lot of people on the line with questions about how homeschooling works, and that's really what you're, um, what, what you're doing with these uh, uh, seminars that you're holding around the country. Is tell us just a little bit about that and where you're going to be having some more seminars.
6: Yeah, so I've been on this tour now. We left uh, Florida in mid-May. I've been to probably 38 states, probably spoken in 32 of them. Probably sixty events so far. We've got another dozen before we get back to Florida. We'll be uh, Austin later today, Houston tomorrow, uh, Victoria also tomorrow. Then I'll be heading up to Oklahoma. Got some events up there, into Alabama, back into Florida, and then through North Carolina, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, some of which I've already passed through, but we'll be. Doing how do people
2: liberation. find out where to uh, get to these events?
6: Uh, so the easiest place is LibertySentinel.org/tour. I've got all the all the ones that are open to the public. We've got the date, the place, the contact information for whoever's in charge if there's tickets or if it costs anything and uh, to get copies of the special report, it's at com slash children, And okay. people can order, you know, in PDF if they'd rather. You can order a stack of 100. You get a real big discount for bulk orders. And we're hoping, you know, people will get them out to opinion molders. And we, we want to blanket the country with this information because if parents knew, I don't care if they're liberal, Obama-loving, far-left progressives, if they knew the information that's in here, you know, half the kids can't read. Over a fourth of oh, yeah. California's children are now gender non-conform according to the government's data, uh, nobody would send their kids to these schools. And so we want to get this information out to everyone. It's not a partisan issue, uh, it, it's, but it's critically important.
2: You know, when you look at uh, some of the jurisdictions like New York, where they're spending the most per capita on students, and yet they're getting illiteracy rates of like 97 percent, numeracy rates of like 98 <laughs> percent and it was that type of thing you know i we went through that my wife and i both went through regular schools as a matter of fact she has a master's degree in education she taught in schools and so we saw the problems and we said i don't think we can do any worse So (laughs) let's let's just go ahead and roll the dice here and see what we can do and um, uh, one of my children is now the producer for the show here travis but let's talk to uh, callers who've got questions and concerns about uh, homeschooling that are brought up in many cases i think our first caller here brad in louisiana is concerned is one that we frequently hear. What about socialization? Is that your question, uh, Brad? Looks like that's it.
5: Well, yes, Dave. Good morning to you and Alex. God bless you for what you're doing.
2: Well, thank God you. Thank you, you for listening. Thank you.
5: Oh, well, you're so welcome. I'm so happy to be able to. I, I, you know, with regard to the the masses of people who are lost. We have no control over that any more than Aaron did, these people who started dancing and worshipping a golden calf. There are just some people who uh, are just that way, no ears to hear, no eyes to see. Right. I, as a retired, after I retired from pharmacy, I obtained a degree in education, teaching chemistry and physics to high school students. And there were, it was, homeschooling was brand new. And... Uh, I knew that some of the kids, because I'd get uh, visitations by them and their parents at the high school to answer certain questions and and work out certain formulas that the parents just couldn't quite help the child with, Um, and and it was no problem. So I started a bulletin board, and and the result of that bulletin board was not necessarily an overwhelming number of questions about physics. What it was was an expression— of a loneliness that a child who was homeschooled felt uh, due to the lack of uh, you know, social interactions that school afforded. Now, mm-hmm. I'm all about homeschool. So mm-hmm. what can we do to increase the social interaction of these children who are being led down the right path by mom and dad, being homeschooled and kept away from the um, information influences that are untoward in their lives.
6: Okay, good question. Uh, Alex, you want to take that? Fantastic question. Thank you so much for calling, Brad. I, I sure appreciate it. And, you know, I can tell you the experience with my family. I've got four kids, all of whom, of course, are being homeschooled. Uh, we're involved in two co-ops and in pretty much any little town in America today. It, you know, small town, big city, you'll find a multitude of co-ops. You know, you'll find... Uh, Christian-focused ones, art-focused ones, music-focused ones. Uh, you know, We have one where different parents volunteer. So you know, one dad teaches computer programming to the kids because that's his deal. Uh, we have a mom who teaches Spanish to the kids because that's her native language. My wife teaches reading to the littlest ones. Uh, I teach American history. So that's one option. Uh, another option that we're involved in is classical conversations. That's a little bit more structured. It's a nationwide thing, but the kids come together once a week and interact with other children. Uh, but the reality is there have been studies on. this and you find the data over at the national home education research institute that's n-h-e-r-i dot org and they've looked at the socialization of homeschooled children what they found is that homeschoolers perform better on every single metric. So they have less problem behaviors, less dependence on their peers, better communication skills, better able to interact with children and, and adults of all ages. So, really, you know, homeschoolers do better on every metric, including the socialization. Uh, and, and in today's world, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, when homeschooling was kind of a, a new, well, at least a revived thing, because it had been. You were almost, pretty much on your own, yeah. Right. But People were isolated. You had to hide. You know, CPS would come grab your chest. <laughs> right. So, you know, you didn't. Yeah, that, that was opposite. my
2: first exposure to homeschooling was with the Libertarian Party, and uh, they had the guy there that was one of the founders, and uh, Carl Hess, and he was a speechwriter for Barry Goldwater. And his mom homeschooled him in the 30s. And oh, He said wow. like, we were constantly changing our home just to keep one step ahead of the truant officer. But she was <laughs> determined that she was going to raise him to think independently. And this is the guy that wrote the line: "Extremism and defense of liberty is no That's vir- is no vice," you know. So uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, it it uh, it panned out for him, but it was a, a risky thing for him.
6: Yeah, and and it's it, you know it, it, that fight is coming. I, I, mm-hmm. I was telling you during the break. I, I, I came from Sweden. I lived there most of the last decade, certainly not on purpose. And it, it's like coming from the future you know they criminalized homeschooling there a few years ago and and even before that they were kidnapping homeschooled children Dominic Johansson you know this was a homeschooled child the parents didn't get the proper permits or whatever Mm -hmm. and they tried to leave the country because the government was harassing them Uh, they actually sent armed stormtroopers onto this airplane Turkish Airlines their family was on their way out to India where the mother was from and they grabbed that child and the parents haven't seen him for years now because of homeschooling and that fight is coming to America so we need to be on our guard but uh, you know you, you said something I think really insightful you, you almost can't do worse and, and I tell parents at these talks uh, you know you could put your kid in a closet for 12 years and I'm only half kidding and they would do better than 12 years in a government school because the government school will indoctrinate them will dumb them down will, you know they've got a hundred years of psychological research now to manipulate the children's behavior to manipulate their values and then what we see is these kids come out they can't read they can't think they know everything about the gender spectrum and you know alleged man-made global warming but they know nothing about how to think about what the Bible says about about what our Constitution says, our history, and that's what they really need to know, how to do math and how to read so they can educate themselves. Uh, it's a tragedy of immense proportions. And, you know, for parents who are concerned about the socialization, there are more homeschool resources today, more co-ops than probably at any time in human history. So do right. do a quick search. You'll find... It's really vinegars. expanded.
2: And, and, and we do that as well. We do the uh, homeschool co-op, co-op uh, and, and that gets them a circle of friends. It also gets them exposed to a lot of other things. The other side of this You're talking about, well, we can't do worse. You know, kids who are in school, they have their own special set of problems that they deal with. And one of those is the age segregation and what that breeds in school. I know because I went through the system. You wind up with a system where you have contempt for kids that are just a year or two younger than you. Uh, You're absolutely in awe of somebody that's a year or two older than you. You can't talk to an adult uh, that's not the situation with the homeschoolers that we know. They, they talk to kids of all ages. They talk to adults just as they would anybody else. And that's, a, that, that's why when we say, you know, socialization, that's something that they actually excel at. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back. Uh, more questions for Alex Newman. Again, that number is 888-201-2244.
4: Without your support, we won't be here. And I couldn't thank you all enough for the fact that you've kept us in the game. I mean, I want to stay in this game. I want to take the globalist on. Total transparency is our whole operation. If I bring in $35 million, half of that's the cost of the products, because we don't mark stuff up that much. I don't care if I'm not making money, but you need to buy the products. We got coffee. We got fish oil. We got turmeric. We got great toothpaste. We've got great things like DNA Force Plus. But Ultimate Krill Oil has been sold out for four months. For whatever reason, this became the most popular fish oil it's totally full of the bottle, and it is the strongest, purest krill oil, and it cost us three times more because we have it put through the expensive laboratory process to remove mercury. Any type of krill oil you get that doesn't give you fish burps, which I don't like but gives you all the great benefits, isn't real. It's been boiled. It's been ruined. It's been homogenized. This is not been. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the highest quality krill oil you're going to find anywhere. Real krill oil, folks, is red. It's not yellow. It's not milky. This is nothing but krill oil.
1: InfoWars, the most banned
4: network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong and I feel God's hand on my shoulder and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I wanna thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I wanna win. And without you, I'm gonna be destroyed and it's not gonna be fun, but that's not what's important the enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart.
1: Infowars, the most banned network in the world.